0: well hello everyone welcome back to another edition of i guess we're calling it the raise your bars podcast now yes. um and I'm back back from his honeymoon my good friend chris baker uh man it's good to see you we, we got to cut, catch up a few days ago but it's really yeah. you know just publicly on our podcast platform it's great to see you again my friend and hear from you and uh give us give us the two minute overview how was how was the time away with your bride vicky
1: it was amazing. It was everything we could have wished for and probably a little bit more, to be honest with you, the wedding itself went superb. Um, you know, there was, there was laughter, there was celebration, there was drinking, eating, there was friendship, everything was, was fantastic. And then a couple of days with family and then we had 12 days away and, uh, um, it was it was the most amazing time. Um, I'd like to say it's good to be back. It's good to be back with you, um, but it would be even better if we were all in the Caribbean doing this and uh, and enjoying life because it's uh, it's certainly a, a pretty special place. So. And the weather was amazing. I know I don't want to rub that in for you, but the weather has been in the the mid eighties all the time in Florida with, through the wedding and and also uh, our time in the Caribbean. So I've I've got a a little bit of a tan and and uh, enjoying that, and it's. Uh,
0: Life, is good. Life awesome. is good, excellent. So glad to hear that. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I saw some of the pictures, you guys looked amazing. Uh, wish I could have been there. Um, it's one of the I won't say next time because because <laughs> <thinking> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something, hey, I'll be there next time. No, 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 not in this case. We don't want it next time, but Chris and I are looking forward to, um, you know, celebrations on the beaches with our wives. Uh, you know, in the years to come. And actually we have, we have grandiose dreams and visions about our raise your bars community and our clients and working with them and being able to do retreats in these Southern Southern areas where it's warm year round and where there's beaches and little drinks with fruity umbrella, uh, fruity drinks with umbrellas in them and stuff like that. And having retreats and growing and celebrating uh, the victories that our clients are having. And, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that, my friend for tra- traveling the world yeah. with you is going to be amazing. But yeah. tonight I think we wanted to, we, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about, um, culture today and, yeah. and company culture and, and values and, and, and so on and so forth. And, and, and I just want to read a part of books. So there's a, a book called, um, delivering happiness and it's by, uh, the founder of Zappos and this was, you know, he found the company, built it, and then it was bought out by Amazon for piles and piles of money. But yeah. he says, he said this in his books, as many companies have core values, but they don't really commit to them. They usually sound more like something you'd read in a press release. Maybe you'll learn about them on a, on day one of orientation. But after that, it's just a meaningless plaque on the wall in the lobby. I think a lot of organizations have spent time at one point in time, you know, developing, you know, you call it a purpose statement, other people call mission, vision, value statement, or a core value statement. Mm-hmm. Spend some time putting some words together, putting some sentences together, <laughs> putting them on a piece of paper, passing it around to the team, and then forget it. And don't really live yeah. them out, maybe even. It, exactly.
1: And and I think it's one of those things, Al, that i would question why why a lot of companies do it right and i think they do it because they think they have to do it and they should do it mm-hmm. um but but do they do they truly mean what they're saying and do mm-hmm. they live what they're saying and um <clears throat> i was just having a conversation before we uh, with, with another group before we hopped online here and uh, you know the, the 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 subject was raised about why um you know being a, a generational issue with with the younger generation not caring and not wanting to work and i stopped it and i said i, I don't believe that is the case All Right? I, I do i believe some of them yes but but also it's not a generational thing because i see people that are in their 40s 50s 60s 70s that have got a poor attitude yeah But absolutely. where i think it really comes from is is what we're just saying here i think it comes from a a lack of culture within the organisation and a lack of belief in that or execution of that culture and, and living that culture from the leadership, you know, as John says, yeah, John Maxwell, everything rises and falls on leadership,
0: yeah, and therefore
1: I blame the leadership yeah. for maybe saying what they want people to do or what they they say are their values, but do they live those values? Right? Because people do what people see not what they what people say
0: yeah exactly and i think i think ultimately at the end of the day and i always said this in in past past jobs and stuff if i was the leader i was the general manager of retail stores and and ultimately at the end of the day it's it's all my fault right Right. because i'm the leader of the store at the end of the day and i can't believe how many organizations and and businesses that i've been in because i used to do audits on retail stores with this big company up here in canada and you would go in and you would give them a lowered and they were retail standard audits so not financial audits but we would in you know basically inspect the store merchandising you know pricing all all sorts of stuff which mm-hmm. a massive checklist and at the end of the day we type everything in and it's works out and here's your score mr mr store and there were franchises so mr store owner mr general manager here's your score and you would hear excuse after excuse after excuse about why they had a a low score and nobody accepted the responsibility Mm -hmm. and you're the leadership so why would your team work more different more you know pick up the pace work harder put in extra effort if you're not even willing to and right. one of the guys said well it's just been so tough walmart's across the street from us and blah 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 and i can't keep well i said that's even more reason to keep it clean and organized yeah. and priced and full yeah. if <laughs> because because they're not going to be so be better right, right? be better but if it's like, a reason it's, to come to you yeah, it's this lack of accountability, I think, from the top down on why organizations <laughs> tend to, to fail or not deliver the service excellence they desire or the, or the, the customer service that they desire. Yeah because, because they aren't living out some value statement that they created 50 years ago and posted it on a wall somewhere. <laughs> right.
1: And <clears throat> you know do they, do they truly believe the values? Right. Do they? And, and is that, you know, again, we had a conversation earlier today with with somebody. But do, do, is the the purpose statement, the brand statement, the mission statement, whatever you want to call it, does does everybody from the, the president, CEO all the way down to the, the part time person who sweeps the floor? Does everybody know what that is? Could everybody recite that if you went and stopped them and said, hey, what's the purpose statement or why are we here? Right. The answer is no for most of these companies. Right.
0: Right.
1: Um, and, and excuse me, therein is the problem because you've got no foundation of of that. People don't know why they're there. They don't know. You know, they don't know what the company stands for. And we've covered this in in different um, trainings and so on as as well in the past. And I, I'll give you. um I'll give you two examples of, of situations, uh, that, that happened to, to Vicky and I over the, the, the last two weeks. Mm. So we, we went on our, on our honeymoon and, um, the, the, in fact, I can give you three examples. There there was, um, the, the first one was, um, we, we stayed in a, a, a really, boutique hotel in st lucia right there's 25 hotels and uh, hotel rooms and they're built into this cliff and <clears throat> our, our our room was like at the top uh near the the restaurant and the bar it was an open uh, one wall was completely open right and it was really really tropical really different and we wanted to do that now i've been excuse me i've been working with the general manager of this um resort for well over a year i actually booked it directly with him i've been emailing him back and forward checking all the details of the rooms the hotels you know covid restrictions and all this sort of stuff all over this time so i've i've had a a a good email into interaction with him right he knew it was our honeymoon and we got there and when we got there we went in and on the bed there was like the towel swans and or ta- uh, whatever it was in the champagne and rose petals and it was really nice oh, right
0: nice yeah um
1: we, so we 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 had we had that and we felt really good um as we went went through the week it wasn't it wasn't um saint Lucia is is, is a, a pretty popular place for honeymoon as we we identified um <clears throat> We were sat there the first, the second night and the, the, the singer was asking anybody celebrating. So we were like, yeah, we're celebrating our honeymoon. And so he sang as a song for the honeymoon and so on. The second night we noticed a table was all done up with with like roses on it and a, a center center runner and a little heart up on the wall. And we were like, oh, that's pretty, pretty neat. Anyway, we sat down and then another couple came up and it was their honeymoon. so i'm saying to vicky i went okay it's really neat that they're there but like they didn't do that for us why did they do it for them right and then the next night they they did it for somebody's birthday i was like huh okay now in the meantime we again didn't let it bother us we're like "It's, it's not a problem we're here we're relaxing we're having fun we were spending quite a lot of money there it wasn't it wasn't cheap and um I emailed the general manager and just said like hey just wanted to like thank you for everything you've done we're here we're having a good time it would be lovely just to say hello to you before we we go and and thank you in person he didn't reply for like 24 hours so I sent him I'd sent it from one of my emails and I thought I wonder if I use the different one so I sent it from a different email right and he did reply later that day and said, oh, apologies for the delay in reply. And he said, yeah, it'd be really good to, to catch up. He said, I am. I'm around in the morning. I'm like, OK, cool. But he didn't say like where to meet him or where <laughs> to meet him. He said he's around in the morning. Bear in mind, I don't know what he looks like. Right. right. Yeah. I've got a good yeah. idea because there was a guy at the bar every night, like chatting and, and, and whatever. And I'm pretty sure that was him.
0: Right. But I don't
1: know. So I didn't want to walk up to him and say, hey, you, Michael, because he might not have been.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So I said, OK, cool. Well, we're, in the morning, we're on one of your tours, which we paid them for a tour to go to a volcano and a mud baths and whatever. I said, so, you know, we'll be back around one ish. Never heard any more from him. Right. Mm. And, um, Saturday, Saturday, um, you know, Saturday morning, we were we're getting ready to go never came and saw us now he knew what room we were in right Mm because it was the prime minister suite at the at the top there um so he could have come and found us um it's only a 25 room hotel so it's not not the the other staff that were serving us knew where we were now some of those staff again were they weren't the top quality right Right. and so as i'm sat there thinking i'm thinking you've got the makings of a five-star beautiful resort here right but the lack of care and attention from the general manager is running down to the it's other staff,
0: down. right wow. so yeah. it's
1: really maybe a four-star mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. maybe a three and a half star service the re- the resort itself could have been better right and the right. way and so it's it made me start looking at other little things there and i'm thinking yeah the attention to detail is not there mm-hmm. that starts with the leadership right mm-hmm so then we get to to st lucia airport coming home and we're we're in there there's two lines um it's a, a tiny little airport there's two lines taking you towards the um the the um checking we have already checked in but the ones that just before you go and walk out to the plane right right um, and there's two lines one line's going long. one line's going slow and of course we're in the slow line right we've only got hand luggage as we get towards the, the the front, this right-hand line clears up. So I go to move into the right-hand lane, and one of the 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 um, the the, the uh, crew there, or whatever whatever they are, the the the, uh, the, the flight crew stops me and says, "No, no, no, you got to stay in here." I'm like, "But why? There's like nobody going there. I can just go through there." And she just like shakes her head and walks off. And so Vicky's like, "No, so stay here. Let's not make cause a scene." okay. So as we get to the the front, then they say, "Oh yeah, you got to check your bags." Now we got a connecting flight, and we were like, "No, no, no, we we don't need to check." Yes, you need to check your bags. There's there's like it's full on there, and they were very rude to us.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: again, I was like, "Okay, um, not going to say anything." Walked on, got on the plane, and the bins are like half empty. Yeah, at the top, I'm like, "What what are you doing? Why you why did you do that? There was no need right. for that whatsoever." Anyway, then the third example. So we we came home, stayed overnight at the hotel, went the next day to to Port Canaveral and got on the Royal Caribbean uh, Wonder of the Seas. Biggest cruise ship in the world. Um, mm. Royal Caribbean, not the most exclusive um, cruise line, right? Not what you would call a five or six star cruise line, but it's, it's a pretty good one. Um, we were having a great time. One, one, uh, in, in one of the the cafes, I saw a bottle of HP brown sauce. Do you know HP brown sauce? It's a yeah. UK sauce right? But they don't have it in America very, very much. So they had this bottle, and I was quite excited. So the next morning, we went up to breakfast just in the buffet, right? Not one of the fancy rest of the buffet, but, but it was really nice. And I, I got my breakfast, and I'm looking at the sauces. And I'm like, where's the HP sauce? So I asked the, the server there, I said, you know, do you know if there's a bottle of, of hp brown sauce and they were like first of all they couldn't understand what i was saying so i said hp brown sauce and i said i saw one in one of the other restaurants let me see what we can do they went and saw an officer like a lower rank officer not the captain or anything and and the officer was like where are you sitting um we haven't got one here but we'll go and get one we're on the 15th deck right yeah um they said we're gonna go down to the park cafe which i know is on the 8th deck So they sent one of the servers down from there to the park cafe and they came back with a brand new bottle of HP sauce for me to put on my breakfast. And then they said, oh, we're going to keep this. We're going to confiscate and keep it for you for tomorrow. Went back the next morning. That officer wasn't there. They couldn't find the sauce. But what they did is they went down and got another brand new (laughs) bottle of HP sauce and brought it up to me. (laughs) Right. So that's the difference Right in culture. And it starts with the leadership.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. How special did you feel on that cruise?
1: I, I felt exceptionally special, right? Because they did that for me. They could have quite easily said, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have that in this restaurant. right? I gone about, I, and I would have gone, OK, fair enough. I'd have gone, a, gone about my business, right? Yeah. Yep. But they didn't no, because purpose trumps task. So purpose, mm-hmm. their purpose was to make me feel special, to give me that five star experience, even though it's not a five star. Sh- I'm, I'm being being rude there. Right? I mean, it's it's yeah. a good, good quality. Right. Right. But I spent less on that cruise than I did on that boutique hotel. Yeah. I felt much more valued in that cruise. Values. Yeah. And because of the the way we were treated and the, the culture that obviously is 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 going from the, the captain down on that cruise ship. Right. Right.
0: Now now, how many people on that cruise? 3, six and a half
1: thousand.
0: Six and a half thousand people. Mm-hmm. And one Twenty-four of six and a half thousand people <laughs> came, uh, yeah. One of, one of six and a half thousand people said, Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you help me yeah. find this thing? And they said yes. And they pulled people away to yeah. go down seven decks. Yeah. I do my math right there and yeah, get that. And then come back.
1: And technically it's six because they don't have a deck 13. Oh, okay. It's just like, but, okay. But enough. anyway, the, the, yeah. but, the, but here's the other thing, Al, right? How many people have I told about that? Both of those experiences.
0: Right. Wow. I
1: used it in the training class I had yesterday. I used it yeah. in my, my coaching call before this and on this podcast. And so this will go out.
0: Yes. The, the, the point is I'm telling that, right? Story. Yes. Yeah. Times, however many customers are, are impacted that way. So here's the thing. Um, first of all, I think you should email that general manager and tell him that, um, we can come down and help him train him. Exactly. I'm thinking of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we would do it for a complimentary room. Right. Anyways. (laughs) So here's what, here's what, um, what Tony goes on to say in this book, he goes, we believe that it's really important to come up with a core values that you commit to or a purpose statement or a culture statement, or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And by commit. We mean that you're willing to hire and fire based on them. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to do that, then you're well on your way to building a company culture that is in line with the brand you want to build. So my question to you out there, business owners, and quite frankly, even if you're, even if you're a sole proprietor running your, own, yeah. running your own place, what are your values? how are you committing to treating your customers? Is that stated plainly and clearly on your marketing materials, on your website? Is it, is it uh, something that you are living out on a daily basis? And if you're a part of a larger organization and a leader in that organization, how are you going to take the lead to ensuring that those values, that purpose, that why statement is trickled down to your staff so that they know it and are living it out and you're empowering them to live that out to serve your customers to help you become that company and that culture and that brand that you want to build
1: right and the 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 net result of this al right is because that's the behaviors and actions right the net result is that the customers will see and experience that culture they'll Mm -hmm. experience that purpose because it will shine through and I, i i honestly believe that 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 millennials and and Gen Zs get a bad rap because they want to be associated with a purpose, with a company that's got a purpose. They want
0: to be a, they want to be a winning company. They do. Right.
1: Yeah. And and if they they the the ones that get in there or within a team that is has got that that culture and that purpose and that drive and that motivation, everything in it, they are outperform. Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. But you can put
1: that same person in a company that hasn't got a culture, and or every company's got a culture, but either by design or default, right? But if it, yeah. if it's a, by default, it's a it's it's naturally like under the bars, it's a poor one. Yes, they will underperform.
0: Absolutely, he says here. So, just at the, at the end of the day, just remember that if you get the culture right, most of the other stuff, including building a great brand, will fall into place on its own. It really does does. start with the leadership and the course you're setting, the culture you're you're stating, the values you've laid out. Mm -hmm. And if you are, and I want you, you know, so people listening, you know, think about that. Take a serious, hard look at the culture within your organization. And if it's not where it should be, then contact Chris and I, we can help you.
1: And look at look at who you do business with as well. Right. As, a, as an individual. Where do you where do you shop? Where do you eat? Where do you buy your clothes? And why do you why do you go to those stores? Right. It's probably not because they're the cheapest. Right. Um, it's it, there's probably something that is driving you towards those stores. Right. And um, and and that's what we're looking at. And, and is it is there, you know, if you've got a choice of two places to go to. hmm and you know that if you go to one place you're going to get treated like I did on the royal caribbean wonder of the seas if you go to the other place i'm going to get treated like the the uh, boutique hotel in st lucia i'm buying the same product right whether it's right. A, a, yep. a steak whether it's a um, a jacket a shirt or whatever mm-hmm. right if if you're going to get treated better even if that price of that product is 10% more than the other one where are, where you, are you going to
0: go? Go? I'll pay I'll pay the 10 percent more every day day. for the the service level uh, that that makes me feel like I'm valued. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what people want. People want to feel valued. They want to feel special. If you if they do that, they will buy from you right? Yeah, your employees absolutely. want to feel valued and, and feel special. If you do that, they'll stay with you. They'll be loyal exactly. They're and not they'll work jump harder. Up for
0: 50 cents down the street. Right. Yeah. So that's our challenge to you today is really seriously take an honest, honest look at the culture you have created in your company or the culture that you're living out in your company. Where's it at? Where does it need to be? Where do you need it to be fixed? (laughs) Do you need to be better? Do you need to communicate it to your team? Just look at that, look at that and, and, and decide for yourself where you're at and where you need to be. And, you know, again, we might need to raise your bars. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have an amazing week. We'll see you again next week.